Riot to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Speaking of, I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll switch you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. The president tweeted last night, I don't have that word in my vocabulary and never have. She made it up. All punches are not equal. More in the eyes of the law, yes. Hey, yo, yo, hey, this is Bryden, a.k.a. the Snitch of Cincinnati, a.k.a. Mr. Shirtless Black Man, a.k.a. Mumbles McGee, a.k.a. live stream of my ex's live stream, a.k.a. yo, throw $40 in, in the super chat, a.k.a. straight drop, straight drop. Oh, what's going on, guys? Um, well, welcome, welcome to the. I'm I'm right to I'm Bryden. This is right to Bryden. Um, thank you for for turning off Straight Drop, guys, to uh, you know come over here. Uh, I know he's he's a very intriguing gentleman. Um, uh, I, Spick, I, I'm with Spicky as I as I usually am. What's going on, Spicky? Because I really want to talk about Straight Drop, honestly, before we do anything else. But how are you? Uh, I'm surviving. I'm still alive. I'm on like a three days in a row of five hours of sleep at night and i'm not gonna sleep at all tonight because i gotta get on a plane after this shit (laughs) it's not impressive like it sucks i hate being busy i fucking i can't wait for winter i don't have to do shit well you know who else doesn't sleep is motherfucking straight drop Okay, here, here's what happened last night, and this is why I, I decided Straight Drop is honestly probably the best fucking thing on YouTube. This motherfucker uh, ends up streaming, I, who I guess is maybe his ex-girlfriend, uh, her stream of her talking shit about him. Uh, they apparently are having flag wars, and they're flagging each other's videos, uh, but she called the police. And uh, recorded herself being on the phone with the police. <laughs> and she says his address uh, and everything. Um, it, <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Um, but this guy will stream for like eight and a half fucking hours. Just, uh, Spicky, I, I understand why this guy is consistently now just pulling out these 200, 280 viewer live streams is because of shit like that i mean he's got i i'd be worried if i were him i i his address is now there he couldn't mute it quick enough like he he tried (laughs) but this 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 crazy bitch too it's like it's not just him this crazy bitch is on the uh on the phone with the cops and then it's off the phone and then starts going into this thing. He's like, and we're going to put an ad out in the paper to uh, serve him. And it's uh, after 72 hours, uh, he has legally been served. And you can petition YouTube for data clusters uh, and like just fucking crazy shit, like fucking meth shit. And you can tell this woman is just like a fat white lady. Right. And he's like, you know, he's 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 straight drop, you know, Uh 
so it's it's definitely funny watching in real time just some you know somebody having to pay the toll i guess and somebody also uh like straight drop buddy you never should have been fucking around with that crazy bitch she's clearly insane she was going on about the law and like cyber fucking you know the cyber police are backtracking the ip and all of this fucking shit spicky it's amazing it's the best channel in the fucking world i i have just done a 180 on straight drop <laughs> yeah it sounds like it to me so i'm pretty excited about uh this live stream that you watched but uh man i've been saying for a while we should just do a really long fucking shit show on fucking meth or something and just <laughs> take calls and just drag these stupid fuckers that are on twitter and stuff like uh -huh. Dude, how, does this guy have a Twitter handle? Can we, like, get in touch with him? Or do we have to, like, go through his official YouTube channel? I, I think you have to go through his official YouTube channel. And I honestly, I, I don't want Straight Drop to find out because I don't want him to be mad at me for making fun of him and then, like, flag everything. Because apparently that's just what they're doing. That's that's how they, you know, Straight Drop's got some shooters out there, man. Like, he's out there with... <laughs> <laughs> he's... Oh, that hurts. <laughs> He's black, <laughs> dude. He'll get your channel taken down. He's like proud of it, man. He's he's got about he's got uh got him out in the streets, man. Out on the, out on these pages, just uh you know, <laughs> flag team. Um, <laughs> YouTube kingpin in his area. Yeah, it is. Oh god, but yeah. I, I don't know. It was after after last night, just having a few beers and watching this thing for a while. It was like, you know what? I I'm watching it, so yeah, you know, it's fine. <laughs> There's a, it's just weird to me that there's like a little ecosystem, uh, like out there on the internet, all contained to like one neighborhood in Chicago. Uh, it's like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> like how long till one of these streamers get shot on fucking a live stream? That'd be, that'd be something, wouldn't it? I thought he was going to get swatted, honestly, when she was like saying his address and all. I thought actually the police were going to come because the, uh, you could hear the cop on the other end and she's like, ma'am, ma'am, we've, we've already sent units out there. And it's like, dude, oh my God, <laughs> like, I'm going to see this guy go to jail. Oh no, straight drop. That's so intriguing. It's amazing. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, what a fucking time to be alive. Like maybe maybe YouTube can help curb gang violence. Instead they're just gonna talk shit on uh YouTube during live streams, dox and swat each other instead. I that I, I was gonna say would be a, an improvement, but it's not. It's not. One, because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be jealous too. I'm just gonna be sitting there sulking. I'm like, man. We did all this stuff about like I got a I got a custom intro for everything and like meanwhile straight drop is just sitting there with like all of these fucking default like uh you know it's like he has weather for like a place that doesn't exist in the back like uh, just playing in the back all these weird weird things got like a Polaroid down at the bottom that says support our platform it's A R E it's fucking amazing dude like it's the best channel I've ever found uh. I, cause I, you know, I usually, I'm just like, Oh, I got a politic and all of this stuff. And then, you know, late at night, I don't, I, you know, it's great because I, I don't know any of these people. They're not East celebs. I'm sure they might be in their own right, you know, in their own city or something. Right. But like, I have no idea who these people are and they're just entertaining as shit. 
These, as far as I know, this is not scripted. This is just some hood ass shit <laughs> playing out. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly got a green screen. He's clearly like hole up in this apartment with a fucking green screen and every like OBS and Streamlabs thing. Cause he has, uh, he has OBS uh, studio running as well as he has a Streamlabs thing and he can't quite figure out the Streamlabs widgets yet. So it's like, I, I want this guy to come on the show. I want to be this guy's friend, like straight drop buddy. I fucking love your channel. I'm, I will promote it all the time. We may disagree on pretty much everything, but like it, it just—it looks like Tim and Eric were black and then just threw up all over YouTube. I mean, it's just fucking incredible. Somebody, somebody needs to put together a clip of you literally crying last show about this guy <laughs> in envy, and the beginning of this one. Yeah, because this is a this is a complete one eighty. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, yeah, it, it's. I think, I think you found your new podcast partner when I fucking die tonight. Yeah, no, I'll just get straight drop on here, and he'll just like mumble incoherent bullshit and smoke cigarettes, and like we'll just split screen it, and it'll just like blind everyone with t tons of scrolling text and shit. He will do like fifteen twenty seconds of just silence. It'll just be like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I don't know. That's all I want to say on 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 uh my nigga straight drop just cuz I kind of think that it's probably boring to people at this point that have not um watched those streams. I mean, they, you got to check them out. It's it's just the most bizarre thing that I've seen on the internet for a while. It's fucking great. Well, I I only watched a little bit of it, but, uh, I mean, it changed your life, apparently. I watched like, it for, like, an hour, dude. For, like, an hour. Yeah, well, last week, you were ready to quit doing this, kill yourself. Oh, I'm ready to quit doing it. I'm ready to quit doing this, uh, definitely. Because um, we're never going to get... We're never going to get to that level of just fucking... <laughs> incoherent ramblings no no no, no. we've gotten tonight. there we've gotten there before i just mean like you know the level of success and notoriety that uh that straight drop uh, has gotten the guy I, I don't know it's just incredible but that, that's enough of that nonsense um man we got a, a lot of good news and bad news uh this this here evening uh we've got everybody's probably heard about alex jones uh and then there was a little stefan molyneux kerfuffle um got some Mueller stuff uh oh yeah it's a national debate uh whether or not trump said the n-word uh so that's uh upsetting uh oh yeah uh cnn um about ready to just uh about ready to just come to your house and kick your mom in the teeth uh and then uh primaries oh we had uh four primaries last night and there was some interesting uh things that happened um some some a little more interesting uh perhaps in in our uh opinion than others but uh what do you think man you want to go ahead and uh just uh, jump the jump the shark on this one here yeah you are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the 
Dark Car of Hate. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It's right to ride. Oh, Alex, Alex, Alex. He finally had to drop us. Um, my uh, my supplement, uh, Wiener Force, was not selling uh, as well as I thought it would. So he, he finally had to uh, drop us. It's not definite, though. It's not, you know, forever. They're just kind of going through some hard times. Um, InfoWars, to the best of my knowledge, unless this has changed, the website, InfoWars.com, is... It is no more. Uh, I'm not exactly clear on why. I'm not sure... Uh, who dropped them if it was you know i don't believe that they've had their domain seized this isn't like a uh daily stormer situation as far as i know um but yeah the site last i checked was not up and then alex jones uh caught a seven day lockout on twitter uh apparently according to uh paul joseph watson uh and the screenshot provided uh, Alex Jones uh, sent a tweet of a video about uh, censorship and said, uh, Trump must take action against web censorship. So for that, they brought him down. Uh, this website here, Slate.com, which, you know, sounds sounds like a great place, but uh, it's written by Aaron Mack, who, uh, well, they probably don't have a picture of him on purpose because he sounds like a queer. Twitter issued a week-long suspension Tuesday to an account belonging to InfoWars marquee conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Jones had posted a video of himself telling supporters, Now is the time to act on the enemy before they do a false flag. Uh, calling them to get their battle rifles, <laughs> uh, which Twitter said violates its rules against inciting violence. Um, so, a little bit of different stories uh, coming from Paul Joseph Watson and Aaron Mack here at Slate, but none of that matters. None of that should really matter. You know why they're going after Alex Jones. You know why they're going after him, and, that, and that's the same reason why they were able to hit uh, Stefan Malinou, uh, who he had the two... He, okay, so Stefan Malinou, um, he had two strikes put on his YouTube channel. They're community guideline strikes. That's bad. Your channel's pretty much done at that point. Uh, and that was from people flagging things. Um, YouTube has since corrected the problem. I mean, Molyneux's channel has been around for 12 years. He's arguably arguably one of the least offensive people uh, out there. Um, he just looks like a skinhead, but he's not. He's just old. And it... <sighs> It bears repeating that there's no way that we can win this right now. Legislative action is the only way. But nobody this close to an election is going to do shit about it. Because uh, you may know who Stefan Molyneux is, but the thing is the vast majority of people, real people, not fat nerds on the internet, don't, they don't know who that guy is. They don't care who that guy is at all. Um... Alex Jones was the one. That was the big one that they were able to take down. And he's just going to slowly get run off of everything. Um, the website being down is, is, is not good, but nobody's going to care that Alex Jones is down because nobody's going to put up their shield for Alex Jones besides a bunch of fat nerds on the Internet. 
you can't have politicians defending Alex Jones because then, hey, they look crazy. Oh, do you deny Sandy Hook, Senator Cruz? Well, no, no, of course not, Donald. Uh, this is really clever. And it's all done through uh, really shady, you know, influential organizations that are rapidly losing their influence. This is kind of their last hurrah, and hopefully they won't be around in 10, 15, or 20 years. But groups like the ADL and the SPLC, who have partnered with websites to drive off hate, they got, they, they're, they're, they're at a point where they have this working strategy, I guess. They know that there's no blue wave, so they have to find out ways to get little victories, find out ways to cheat, and uh, it's working. It's working marvelously well. I have to give them props, honestly. I mean, the only thing that I can take solace in is like, okay, keep doing it. Wipe us all off of the fucking internet. Do it. Just just go ahead and do it. Because then you're going to get your government-controlled internet. And then they're going to be like, okay, look. Your Antifa accounts, you got to go. Okay, because those people are, are the nice little shock troops. They go out there. They bash things. Rah, 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 right? Uh, but they're also erratic, chaotic. They, they can't. They can't, they can't have any real measure. They're just mad at stuff, you know? And I guess if I was, like, confused about my gender or whatever, I'd, I'd probably be pretty mad at stuff, too. But, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just mad at stuff because, you know, the whole Irish and drinking and, like, just it, it, existential fucking dread every goddamn day that I wake up. I just, like, I'm like, oh, no. Like, oh, no, I woke up again. That's terrible. But I'm going to die someday, and it's probably going to hurt and be really scary. Fuck. Right? But the Antifa, Antifa, they just run around smashing shit. They're going to get knocked off the internet eventually as well. If this is the rate that things keep going. So I, I, can, I can find some comfort in the fact that if they do take over the whole country, that uh, all of these, you know, brown POC communists, right? LGBT POC. Uh, yeah, they're going to get gulagged. They're gonna be some of the first to get fucking gulagged in like the white antifa, especially. They're gonna they're getting ditched somewhere. So I don't know if there's gonna be any action after November taken to 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 stop the very obvious censorship of anybody that is <laughs> right of fucking, uh, you know, Karl Marx to, to, but it's going to have to wait until after November. There's going to be no politician that's going to be like, Hey, well, I think that's a bad idea there because right now it's all the, the extremists. The, if you notice something, everybody, you know, Tommy Robinson, um, Alex Jones, Faith Goldie with her fucking leather face and, uh, you know, all, all Lauren Southern and all that. If, you, if they're talked about in the media, they're either alt-right or they're far-right, right? So everybody is far-right. And that is the justification for kicking them off. They're extremists. It's a real shame that uh, that shall not censure legislation uh, was tainted and poisoned by a complete fucking retard. And we'll get to him towards the end of the show because that was funny. But... 
there's 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 nothing that can be done pre-November. It's just it's too tight where we're at. There's not going to be a blue wave, but we have to be wary of fraud. We can't make missteps. We can't just like you know run around and act like we've won already. And the politicians know that they want to keep their jobs and their power. This is very important to us. You got to remember they hate you too. They're just going to follow with the president. You know, follow the the, the the president if they're smart because that's where the country's headed to the right wing populism. I just don't know who's next, Spicky. But there's got to be, there's got to be another big head that they uh, they get to claim as a trophy here soon because they have a working strategy. And if you just don't push it too far, you know, like Ben Shapiro's fine, he's okay. They aren't going to go after him. Uh, they'll riot when he comes to uh, uh, to speak at a college. But you know, that was last year. They've kind of calmed down at least a little bit there. They know they can't set shit on fire, um, and. Can you imagine he just would just launch Hebrew hammers over at him? But he'll be fine. You know, some of these acceptable types will will be fine. Um, but I don't know who they're getting next. It's just such a, a working strategy. So I, it's you have to applaud it. Really, I mean, it, it's it's it makes sense for them to do that to have that advantage. And that's where I come back to with like listen, these progressives, these radical leftists these you know communists socialists whatever they want to call themselves uh they're the most dishonest people in the world you know they'll say oh it's because he spreads conspiracy theory and violence and you know all of that that's not true they don't really believe that most of them at least they don't fucking believe that they just know that it's a win for them and it's good if certain people are not out there on on the airwaves right they're just dishonest people it's the whole point of progressivism. It's like, oh, we're going to gradually get there. We're not going to tell you what we really want. It's just like that, you know, hang white men up by their wieners and make your kids uh, into, you know, transsexual gender fluids and all of that um, because we just, like, hate everything about ourselves in the world. I just don't know who—who who do you think they're going to get next, man? They've got to get somebody else. There's no way that they can't grab another— you know, notable head. I don't think it'll be as big as Alex Jones, but um, it'll be somebody that I would say the majority of Americans have heard of. Uh, at this point, yeah, I think I think they have heard of Andrew Torba and Gab, and they're heading for that now. That is what they're doing. Microsoft is trying to force Gab, or they did force Gab to uh, pull down a couple of Patrick Little's tweets. But uh, that wasn't enough, so uh, the left realized, hey, if Microsoft is going to make uh, make Gab do that, uh, why don't we find some more posts and force Gab to take them down? Yeah. They're implementing censorship on a free speech platform via third party. Um, so that's the beginning of that one. That one's probably going to happen. But then you're going to see, you know, Alex Jones was a fucking easy one for them. Nobody can defend him. Uh, you know, he's a, he, uh, I mean, he did probably violate their terms of service with what he said. Let's be honest. Hmm. Um, you know, calling to arms or whatever. But that's but, just, that's so selective. That's selective mm, enforcement of the terms of service, is. which is just something oh. that these fucking assholes are, are just constantly do. Oh, absolutely. How many accounts have you seen that say like punch Nazis in their bio or whatever? Yeah. Like how many, how many accounts, like, is that not, 
is that not implying or uh trying to convince people to fucking implement violence on the right because let's be honest if you're a right winger at this point you are considered a nazi by the left that's why i said we need to start calling them all pedophiles yeah that's a good idea it is i mean i i don't see why not i mean they're normalizing pedophilia right i mean that's their thing so why not just fight fire with fire and say you know what if you're gonna call us nazis for being nationalists and and wanting our country first why not call you pedophiles you guys literally love that shit yeah <laughs> that, you know that's kind of besides the point um yeah i think i think honestly i think corbin gab will be next and then after that i mean you're gonna see smaller shit like bloomer will probably go um uh like guys like roosh ethan ralph they'll probably be deplatformed everywhere and these are just these are really small like smaller people you know in the grand look scheme of you know things that are real yeah yeah and and look at the shit that anglin went through yeah. you know getting his domain taken down what was it like it must have been like 30 times in 30 fucking days yeah yeah it was uh it was rough but but yeah something like that with gab i mean this is only the beginning they are literally taking uh and using what Microsoft did because of one piece of shit on Gab, who the guy is a piece of shit. I, I don't say what you want, but Patrick Little's a fucking retard. Um, because of one fucking guy, and I get it, it's a free speech platform. You should be able to do whatever you want. I don't even know want, what he said. I don't even know what he said. I, I, I'm not I, even sure what the what the posts were. I, I, I It can't be worse than what Nealon did. Yeah. I mean, with the, you know, the... the do you want a pike? Yeah. <laughs> Almost said it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyways, uh, it can't be worse than that, right? So this is just kind of like exploratory. So now, you know, Microsoft says, take these two fucking posts down. I don't really, I don't remember what they were, but uh, he said, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll delete them, whatever. And then he fucking didn't. So Torba had to delete them. And now you got those fucking faggot Krasenstein fucking pieces of shit that are like, hey, look, we found some more... Uh, found some more posts here that uh, violate Microsoft's terms terms of service. Mm. So they're going to deplatform. Gab's going to have to move to something else. But the problem is uh, it they might not have the money to do it soon enough. So I would guess Gab. That would yeah. be my thing. That's a good guess. I mean, that's a good bet, honestly. Um, I, I, could, I could see Gab uh, getting fucked there. But we do, we do have a little bit of good news, and I believe that this connects. Um this uh, Judge OK's $3.5 million settlement between IRS and Tea Party groups. Uh, the conservative groups uh, were the subjects of illegal and unwarranted scrutiny, scrutiny uh, by the federal agency for political purposes that Chattanooga Times Free Press reported. It shows that when a government agency desires to target citizens based on their viewpoints, a price will be paid. Um, so while it's not uh, exactly the same... Um, and this is what it's been 10 years, I guess, that, that these Tea Party groups have been trying to deal with this shit. Uh, you know, when Obama weaponized the, uh, the IRS here, um, 
the one thing that I can hold out hope for is, like we've said, I mean, Alex Jones probably has a hell of a lawsuit against these companies here because it was just all at once. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, within 12 hours, gee, we're just going to kick you off. Yeah, okay, that's in no way fucking coordinated. Oh, that's in no way fucking racketeering. No, no. So it may take time uh, and definitely a lot of money, but that's just kind of the only light at the end of the tunnel um, that that I could think about is like, uh, at least after uh, a, a ridiculous amount of time that, uh, you know, a few Tea Party groups got a tiny amount of money. Uh, maybe, maybe something can, you know, can happen for uh, the, the loss of income um, for uh, the, the, the folks that are just wrongfully, uh, you know, removed and, and uh, struck down and, and what have you. That's really the only thing, at the, the only light at the end of the tunnel I could think of, dude. <laughs> it's it's bad yeah it, at this point it is discouraging and you're right i mean nobody's uh, nobody's going to introduce any sort of legislation to uh alleviate this not not yet i, I don't i well I, it's definitely i don't even think it'll be after the 2018 elections if it happens it, it's probably going to be after 2020 which at that point it might be too late but who knows um you know, Paul Nealon really fucked up. Yeah. He had the world by the balls with Paul Ryan saying, I'm done. That was a layup for him. He was the only one that fucking campaigned, pushing his fucking bill. <sighs> Frustrating. Yeah. Irritating. Well, we... Read Siege. Read Siege, maggots. <laughs> that's that's going to fucking no. get you far in life. No. Well, actually, you probably should. It's not a bad book, but um, oh man, I I don't know, man. It's uh. This is right to Brighton, the least listened to podcast on the internet. I'd like to begin by reading a statement from the president. As the head of the executive branch and commander in chief, I have a unique constitutional responsibility to protect the nation's classified information including by controlling access to it. Today, in fulfilling that responsibility, I've decided to revoke the security clearance of John Brennan, former director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Historically, former heads of intelligence and law enforcement agencies have been allowed to retain access to classified information after their government service so that they can consult with their successors regarding matters about which they may have special insights and as a professional courtesy. Neither of these justifications supports Mr. Brennan's continued access to classified information. First, at this point in my administration, any benefits that senior officials might glean from consultations with Mr. Brennan are now outweighed by the risks posed by his erratic conduct and behavior. Second, that conduct and behavior has tested and far exceeded the limits of any professional courtesy that may have been due to him. Mr. Brennan has a history that calls into question his objectivity and credibility. In 2014, for example, he denied to Congress that CIA officials under his supervision had improperly accessed the computer files of congressional staffers. He told the Council of Foreign Relations that the CIA would never do such a thing. The CIA's Inspector General, however, contradicted Mr. Brennan directly, concluding unequivocally that agency officials had indeed improperly accessed congressional staffers' files. 
More recently, Mr. Brennan told Congress that the intelligence community did not make use of the so-called Steele dossier in an assessment regarding the 2016 election, an assertion contradicted by at least two other senior officials in the intelligence community and all of the facts. Additionally, Mr. Brennan has recently leveraged his status as a former high-ranking official with access to highly sensitive information to make a series of unfounded and outrageous allegations, wild outbursts on the internet and television about this administration. Mr. Brennan's line and recent conduct characterized by increasingly frenzied commentary is wholly inconsistent with access to the nation's most closely held secrets and facilities, the very aim of our adversaries, which is to sow division and chaos. More broadly, the issue of Mr. Brennan's security clearance raises larger questions about the practice of former officials maintaining access to our nation's most sensitive secrets long after their time in government has ended. Such access is particularly inappropriate when former officials have transitioned into highly partisan positions and seek to use real or perceived access to sensitive information to validate their political attacks. Any access granted to our nation's secrets should be in furtherance of national, not personal interest. For this reason, I've also begun to review the more general question of the access to classified information by government officials. As part of this review, I am evaluating action with respect to the following individuals. James Clapper, James Comey, Michael Hayden, Sally Yates, Susan Rice, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, and Bruce Orr. Security clearances for those who still have them may be revoked, and those who have already lost their security clearance may not be able to have it reinstated. It is for the foregoing reasons that I've exercised my constitutional authority to deny Mr. Brennan access to classified information, and I will direct appropriate staff of the National Security Council to make the necessary arrangements with the appropriate agencies to implement this determination. With that, I'll take your question. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was so happy about that. I uh, I, I just gotten, uh, you know, back from work, and, you know, it was like, ugh, uh, whatever. This show's going to be kind of kind of depressing. i got to find some good stuff in here. Oh, uh, well, we got, uh, you know, struck. I guess that's pretty good. Uh, you know, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh! Oh, wow. Brennan, the guy that Rudy Giuliani told Sean Hannity uh, was the mastermind behind the entire Russia probe, no longer has his security clearance. Wow. Uh, I'm sure he'll still be of a lot of great use to uh, to CNN. But uh, the big line in there, real or perceived access. So that, that was written brilliantly, and then it was saying, like, yeah, okay, he's been spewing a bunch of bullshit. We know that. He's been uh, using this to make money, because of course he makes money. Every time he goes on one of those shows, he gets paid for that shit. He gets paid for that shit, okay? He's, he's fucking John Brennan, uh, who might be a Muslim, by the way. It was never confirmed, but apparently he might be a Muslim. So that's, that's kind of an interesting thing. But the big list of names at the end was uh, particularly nice. It was the big lineup of all of these fucking deep state scumbags uh, that are uh, responsible for this whole witch hunt and this whole mess that uh, has been plaguing the fucking country for almost two years now. I, uh, I, I couldn't be happier about this. You pair that with uh, good old Peter Strzok getting, uh, get, getting fired, to which he uh, apparently takes to GoFundMe uh, to, to raise money. But 
if you want to talk, I mean, if if you want to take draining the swamp uh, for what it is, this it's starting to feel a lot like swampness. Uh, I, uh, I I. I like how these people are being publicly disgraced because these are the ones that like to live in their, in their little tower above you. They're better than you. They make more money. They, they, they pull the levers. They know what's going on. You, you dumbass voter, you don't, you don't have a clue what's good for this country. You don't know what makes this country and this world work. <laughs> It, uh, it, it's, it's something beautiful. I, I, the, the, the wonderful Trump, t uh, Trump, uh, tweet here. They were all in on it. Clear Hillary Clinton and frame, uh, and frame Donald Trump for things he didn't do. Greg Jarrett on Fox and Friends. Uh, if he had a real attorney general, this witch hunt, uh, would never have been started looking at the wrong people. I completely agree. So you know that Donald Trump has read Greg Jarrett's book. Uh, it's just to, just to kind of, yeah, he had to have known. I think he knew, he clearly knew they were wiretapping him, you know, right the fuck away. Uh, the first time he mentioned it, uh, way back when, everybody was like, that's not true. And it was like, fuck, that's true. So when Rudy Giuliani says, hey, J John Brennan's the guy that was behind all of this, um, I'm inclined to believe it it's it's where the pile of shit stinks the most this is the guy you remember the tweet speaking he said something uh, about uh how like you know trump should uh uh you know be careful about how he treats the cia the intelligence community or some some bullshit yeah. like that um this guy's a piece of shit and possibly a muslim that's we never got confirmation on that but that uh that's going to spark quite a bit of blowback, uh, I would imagine. That that can't that can't sit well with uh, the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world. That um, you know, this guy that's their friend. He's a you know he he gives them a lot of information. Uh, is no longer he doesn't have he's been bitch slapped. He doesn't have the security uh, clearance anymore. And. Another wonderful part of uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' uh, statement from the president uh, was just thinking a little more broadly about why the fuck do these people have access? Why, why, why? Well, you know, so that they can, like, uh, help people out and stuff, you know, just, like, give them their opinions on things. Then nigga work for the fucking government! Don't just be like, yeah, we're gonna kind of uh, show up and advise or something. I'm wondering, do you get paid for that? I'd assume so. So, you know, I'm sorry. I need you in an official role. There's no reason. There's no reason at all. And to any sensible person, to any person like you or I, we would hear that. We, we would look at that situation and go, wait, why do they retain their security clearance? But that's because you're an idiot and you're not part of the intelligence community. You're a fucking scumbag voter. You're a retard and you don't understand that it's very important for people you've never fucking heard of to talk to some other people that you've never heard of so that they can advise on fucking spying on you and shit uh, and just how they can help different fucking situations that, uh, you know, you're not entitled to know about. They're geniuses. You got to remember that. They're geniuses and you're scum. And that's what I like about Trump is he can look at a situation and go, well, why the fuck is that happening? Just like a normal person would. 
Because it doesn't make sense. Why? That's not an excuse. Like, oh, so they can, like, share their fucking... Get, then give some fucking transition training. Give, give them, like, some some uh, training on the job here. It's like you're going to shadow uh, John Brennan for the day. Uh, he was the former CIA director. Uh, and then there, there you go. But no, these assholes, they go on these TV shows, and they're like, well, did you know, uh, you know, I'm privy to certain information. You're enriching yourself is what you're doing. On top of being just heavily partisan. Why would Donald Trump allow these people to have uh, information that, uh, that is just going to be used and manipulated against the, the, the administration and the goals of the administration? And frankly, possibly compromise uh, some very serious situations. You know, I don't want John Brennan, the, the, the Muslim, and um, even though uh, I believe that he would deny the title pedophile, uh, to have secure, security clearance. It doesn't make much sense to me. But I am glad Strzok has been fired as well. He was, you remember, he was working in HR. And, uh, you know, HR, they, they, they kind of help who they bring on, right? As far as every office I've worked at, I'm not sure if that's how the FBI works. But, you know, probably does some hiring. Probably, he probably looks at a few resumes, right? Well, he's gone. Think. Yeah, you would think he would. I mean, what else do they do? Besides, like, the constant sexual... Uh, sexual uh, harassment cases, I would imagine. But this is good. This is draining the swamp. This is what draining the swamp looks like. It's not just these politicians. It's the fucking deep state as well. And it's going to be, okay, no. Well, like, why does Andrew McCabe still have his, his security clearance? Didn't, uh, didn't he get run off in disgrace? You know, Strutt gets fired for these clearly biased texts. Uh, but, you know, the... Uh, the inspector general, everybody likes to, likes to say like, you know, but, but at the, at the end of the report, he said that there was not any, uh, not any bias. Uh, again, it take, it would take such a genius to say that there was no bias there because to you and me and any honest person would go, I think it seems like a little bias, a little bit, a little bit bias, a little bit. But they, you know, these, these, these are the geniuses. They're the movers and shakers of the world. So there was no bias. This is draining the swamp. This is what draining the swamp looks like. I, I hope there's more of this. And all of those people, they have to go into every day as things get a little bit closer. They have to go, shit, I might not get away with this. This might not work. Do you think that they're thinking that, Spicky, or do you think that they're really just smug and, like, they're going to get him before they, you know, before they get got well, that I mean, that that's exactly their line of thought, and they will try to do it one way or another. I mean, they are pushing, they're driving the left to fucking mayhem and anarchy. That's another way they can. Uh, that's another way they could pull this off, you know, JFK the guy or whatever the fuck they, you know, the CIA does for CIA is a fucking piece of shit. Um, so glad I don't work there anymore, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, the ADL yeah. has way better perks, you know. Yeah, we get paid a lot more by them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, why is it so if you, you know, if you leave your job, you work for a corporation, right? The Your last day, whether you get fired or you give your two weeks notice, I'm assuming they're going to deactivate your key card, right? Right. <laughs> why is it that people have who clearly have a bias have 
a fucking security clearance. How get many the, other they get people the key, have it? They get the key card. They get, you know, they get to walk back into the office whenever they want. You know, it's like, ah, I'm just, just here to, uh, you know, go steal some, some lunches from the fridge or whatever. Yeah, but why? And, and especially in McCabe's case. And then you look at like Brennan, anytime Trump said something about like drain the swamp or the, the deep state or something like that after Brennan was gone, he'd lose his fucking mind. That is paranoia, my friend. This guy, uh, he's hiding something. I sure hope they found it by now. And this isn't just a matter of like, oh, we're taking a shit. I hope to fucking God all these people end up in fuck. Remove all the fucking the dudes who have sold pot and they got like 25 years. Get rid of them. Take them out of prison. Let's put a lot of these CIA faggots and, uh, you know, these fucking former federal employees that have fucking enriched themselves while doing this. This happens all the time. I mean, even down to like, uh, you know, the the not so much the lower level, like the street FBI agents, but, you know, the guys yeah. who are calling the shots, they're doing the same fucking thing. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, if you get a call from a telemarketer, you're like, man, fuck this business. But, you know, it's like, shit, you feel kind of bad for the telemarketer. You're just like, oh, that job sucks. You know, his bosses are dickheads. I, you know, the just normal FBI agents or, or whatever, it's like, you know, I'm not going to trust your organization by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, they're not plotting against the president or, or you know, trying to rig elections or any fucking weird shit like that. Um, but, you know, Strzok, uh, you know, he, he's the guy that um, uh, he's the one that actually changed gross negligence to uh, uh, shoot. What was it? It was it was something gay like uh like whoopsie daisy you know it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't gross negligence negligence it was an oopsie whoopsie uh <laughs> that he that we found out uh in his uh in his hearing he was the guy that did that um so i'm surprised that it took this long to fire him honestly uh, and you've got you know people all in a tizzy like but he was already reprimanded and demoted it's like uh yeah, man, this is this i wonder I wonder how the, uh, I guess the counter investigation or whatever it might be is actually going, um, because spare tweets, you know, you've got uh, it, Trump had had said, I believe he told Tucker when he was over in uh, somewhere, uh, some foreign place doing some foreign people stuff, uh, that he has been advised just to stay out of it because he's winning, and that you know, you'll you'll see the media freak out about his tweets, but. You were just talking about how John Brennan would freak out every time Trump would say something, uh, you know, like, oh, the deep state or whatever. And nobody has told Brennan, like, act like you're innocent. Why don't you act like you're innocent? That's the difference between the way Trump reacts and then the way that Brennan reacts, at least to me. I mean, everybody has a bias, but, uh, you know, if you're if you're observant, the way that John Brennan reacts is this arrogant um, you know, like they better be careful. I'm used to running the fucking world shit. Like I'm pretty sure John Brennan has probably shot somebody in the back of the head in a parking garage at some point in his life. Uh, oh, no doubt. yeah. I mean like he's just killed a person like just for funsies or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, he seems to freak out about it. Trump seems to be like, why the fuck are you people doing this? Shit? This is bullshit. So I, I think that's the difference between, uh, you don't, you know, Brinny Boo and uh, Trumpers. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, dude, it gets tiring. It would be nice if this, you know, if, if it happened a little bit sooner. But who knows how deep the tentacles go? Because if you think about it, you know, the intelligence community, um, there's, you know, they have memos that trickle down. So, you know, what comes from the top is pretty much treated as gospel by the time it reaches the reaches the bottom. So when you're talking about undermining something and you have all these people who, you know, you know, they do their own research or whatever, these a lot of the, you know, the street level agents and or researchers, they're not fucking retarded. So they they do their own research, they do their thing, but they have to see some of the stuff that they've been given and be like, "Well, that's a red flag." <laughs> Or, you know, yeah, or, or something along the lines of like, you know, they I don't think too many of them really do treat it as gospel, but I, I'm pretty sure the narrative has been pushed from the top to the bottom, every single one of these intelligence communities. And they've obviously reached out to, uh, you know, like Silicon Valley and shit like that. So, I mean, it's uh, the, the, the swamp has tentacles and they fucking run deep. Well, we know so, we know that any of these software companies and stuff, uh, we, we've known this for years, and it's been confirmed by uh, by these companies. You know, the, the government has a back door into every operating system and all of that. It's just designed for that, uh, which is you know scary, uh, but it's just kind of a fact of life at this point. But these are the these are the people. This this is the actual deep you know the deep state. It's it's fucked up. Uh, you know, I hate yeah. it when Alex Jones is right. But you know he's fucking right, you know. So he was, he was he was right about fluoride in the water turning the frogs gay too. So mm. he's he's been on a roll. Oh man, I don't know. We got uh, we got one more before break. Uh, you got you got any any last uh, things you wanna you wanna yell out about these motherfuckers? Uh, not politely, no. All right, all right. Uh... You're listening to Right to Brighton. We're America, bitch. Uh, what the fuck is going on in Paris? You you guys remember, like, growing up when it was, like, the Eiffel Tower didn't have walls around it, and uh, it was, you know, that, that weird, like, accordion music. I think it's accordion or whatever. It's like, dee, 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 or whatever it is. Uh, you can hear it in your head, not when I, I do it. I, I don't know the tune. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a bunch of oh, ho, ho, smoking. I like to eat baguettes. Um, and now it's, uh, now it's a, just, just a, a, a dirty city like Los Angeles or something. They, uh, they're trying to, I think they're trying to remedy this, but not in the way that you would hope. <laughs> Uh, a new set of eco-friendly but completely exposed urinals deployed on the streets of Paris uh, are pissing off the locals. Uh, <laughs> one of the bright red uh, urinal in, in fucking French uh, installed on the some fucking French place. Not near, uh, not far from the some fucking cathedral uh, and overlooking tourist boats passing on the some river has caused particular indignation. Locals have written to the town hall to demand its removal and are planning a petition. Um, this thing looks like a trash can. All right. It looks like a, it looks like a newspaper stand kind of, I can't tell. It's like this, like all of the pit, it's like a tiny little outhouse and like all of the piss has to just be sitting 
in the metal part at the bottom. Um, but you know that these these refugees, these migrants, and and what have you, and and you know, French people that I guess drink too much of wine. Uh huh. Uh, when you got to go, you got to go. I guess right. They're they're gonna they're gonna we just we just piss in public now, fam. That's what we do. In Paris, you know, it's just like, oh, wow, I wanted to go here my whole life. Oh, my honeymoon, I'm going to go. It's like, all right, I can kind of see the Eiffel Tower, I mean, through that wall and stuff like that. But then you just look over and there's just some dude just like wang out, just fucking pissing, looking at a, uh, I guess, what what's like a tourist spot there. Um, I'm not sure if this thing's actually going <laughs> to catch on. But if it doesn't catch on here, it's going to catch on, it's going to catch on somewhere. This is uh, this is the nice, vibrant future that we're looking at. This dystopian fucking <laughs> eco-friendly death cult future that we're looking at. Where uh, yeah, we're just gonna put urinals. We're gonna put urinals in places, and if we gotta walk. Uh, you just whip it out and you go. That's gonna make your vacation so much better. And like, I I want to know a couple things. One, where are they going to place them? Is it just going to be at heavily populated areas? Because that's going to lead to, that's going to lead to trouble. You're like, no, it's totally fine for you to take your dick out here in this crowd of people. That's not, and the more of these migrants that you take in with their, they have a rape problem, you know? I'm pretty sure that France has probably given them a little booklet that's like, and here is how you do not rape. But they, you know, they, they aren't literate or anything. And, like, I, I mean, I can't blame them. French is fucking annoying and it's stupid. If you speak French, somebody should, like, well, they should they should uh, put up urinals all over your town. Uh, but I, so you have that, right? How long until somebody poops in one? Uh, these things are going to get kicked over. The French love to riot. So now you've just got buckets of pee. I don't, I don't know how anybody could think this is a good idea. You're, I mean, yeah, people peeing on the streets, that's not good. You shouldn't have that. Um, but now you're encouraging it. You're just saying outdoor peeing, let's make it a thing. Uh, I, you, I mean, dude, you're going to you're gonna get so much trouble for just like, let's, let's have, people are going to want to watch people take a pee. I, I don't, I don't see how anybody could have this lack of foresight to just not understand that putting a fucking open-air urinal someplace in a highly populated area is just going to lead to trouble. I What a fucking genius, Spicky. It's amazing. I, I Fuck the French. You know, I mean, they, they deserve this, I think. Like, just have fun with your, with your weird fucking... I, it's just going to... Why? Why would a person... Uh, can I just say that uh, I've both pissed and shit in a public trash can? So I mean, I, I really don't. I'm not going to argue against this at all. Like, hey man, if it's legal to fucking piss one of these things, I don't think putting them out in public, like uh, you know, right on Main Street, is a great idea. But maybe down an alley or like around the corner from a building or something. It's a it's a crime to get caught in the United States of America with your fucking dick out taking a piss in public. As and it I, should be. Listen, I am one of those guys who will just find a dark spot and piss. If I've got to piss or shit, I am shitting or pissing. 
I mean, no, okay, but, shitting, you, but you have, but you have some shame about it. You're gonna go find a dark corner and not uh, put it into the view of everyone who are just like, oh well, honey, I got Paris. This is great. I can't believe we we saved for years and we're finally here. And then it's just you just over there like making eye contact with them, just fucking pissing. Like that's it, terrible. I mean, you know, pissing against a wall or whatever like that. That's really not that bad. I don't really care where it is. You're not going to fucking walk around a corner and see a fucking dick. Just, man, you got to piss, you got to piss. I, I am I am considerate. I, I try to find a dark corner, but if I'm out at the bar or something, dude, I'm pissing wherever. Like, if there's a line out the fucking door at, like, the nightclub or whatever, I'll walk outside and I will go piss out behind the patio or whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm pissing or shitting wherever the fuck I got to go. I can't hold that stuff, man. I'm getting old, okay? These things are convenient. I would like to see you on every fucking You're not that time. old. You're not so old that you just get, Dude, you can't I, hold your fucking piss. You goddamn listen, fucking. You no. Know. My body has been through hell. You fucking leave me alone, you piece of shit. You I can't even fucking laugh it. right now without literally having tears in my eyes because I have a fucking broken rib. Yeah. You know what, man? A guy's gonna piss, let him fucking piss. I've done way worse shit than fucking pissing shit in a fucking public trash can. And I have pissed in a public trash can. I've definitely shit in one too, but that's that was also being considerate. It's not like a thing that you're just... Uh, it, it shouldn't be no, a... Cur- no, but no, it could... No. It, okay, but it's a thing that like you're like, oh, yeah, I did that one time, and it was like, ah. You're, you're not... Shit. This is... The, yeah, that's Pissing, not a... I, do I piss everywhere, dude. We talked about this. This is I, not I something out, I, that... Should be encouraged, though. And they're, that's what they're doing, is they're encouraging it. Okay, well, we've talked about this, man. I, I'm a public pisser. I mean, I don't, like, I don't, like, piss on fucking Main Street or whatever, but, you know, we've talked about this. In the wintertime, I like to go outside to piss. It's nice, it's refreshing, and you get to melt some ice, okay? I I like pissing in public, or outside, I should say. Not, not like... <laughs> not like... Not like in a... Not like in the middle of a fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. I like pissing in public. It's just like my thing, you know? Just let me fucking whip it no, out. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I don't hold my piss, like, at all. If I've got a piss, I will pull over, and I will get out, and I will piss next to the car. I Like, I don't hold my piss, uh, you know? Like, I, oh I don't want to have to sit there and think about, like, man, I've really got a piss. Where's the next exit? Oh, here's the sign, 13 miles. Fuck that shit. I'm getting out, and I'm pissing. Or... Walking home from a bar. It's like a mile walk or whatever. I'm pissing somewhere, dude. That's just so different than than the encouragement. Well, of... no, that's my point is to put them in like an alley or around a corner or something. Not like, not putting these, it literally looks like a trash can. Yeah. It's the most amazing thing ever too. Like, <laughs> like put a fucking urinal in an alley or something. That'd be fine. What's wrong with that? I, it's it just leads to bad news, but I I, I thought uh, I thought that this would happen here, but uh, they they've also been uh, called uh, discriminate uh, discriminatory. They have been installed on a sexist proposition. Men cannot control themselves from the bladder point of view, and so all of society has to adapt. Said Gwendolyn Gwendolyn I don't know catapult uh, of French feminist group Feminist Soldiers. The public space, the public space, uh, must be transformed to cause them minimum discomfort. Like, all of a sudden, I'm actually on board with it now because of this bitch. But, like, no. No, you're on board with it because I bring up a pretty good point. It's not How a many times point. a week do you hold your fucking piss and you're like, man, I really shouldn't have to hold my piss? 
Get out and piss somewhere. It's not a fucking big deal. We can't have everybody running around pissing all everywhere. You can though. It, it didn't move to India. Okay, look. So we're we're about we're about I'm not talking about pissing on a fucking sidewalk. I'm talking about pissing somewhere where nobody's gonna see you. What's the big fucking deal? Okay, we got an ad read here, and then we gotta go to break. Uh, so. Uh, a friend of the show, Mike Lindell, uh, set out to make the best pillow in the world. You can, you, you know it, you've heard of it. It's my pillow. Uh, it's a fantastic pillow. I love going to sleep every night, uh, and waking up being white and well-rested. Uh, this is something that's, uh, it's normally a pricey pillow. Minorities cannot afford it, but, uh, right now as a right to brighten listener, you can go to mypillow.com, use the promo code RTB20 and you will get 20% off your, uh, of your order. And already Mike Lindell of my pillow is offering his best offer yet. You can get two, my pillows and two, uh, my pillow travel size pillows for just $200. But for that uh, promo code RTB, get an extra 20% off. Uh, we also have shirts. Uh, we also have shirts, and we'll always accept uh, all of your money. Uh, but I have to piss, so we will. Uh, we'll see you right after this. This is taking the media by storm. You know, we had uh, we, we had talked about how they just keep recycling stories. Now they've run out of storylines. Um, they 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 just they've run out of love interests. They 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 don't know what to do. Uh, while they're just trying to write this uh, totally false uh, narrative for who the president is and what the president has done, and frankly, frankly. It's it. There's no better way to get just average people mad at you than just keep harping on shit that's clearly already not true. Um, but apparently, Donald Trump, guys, he might have he might have said the N word, the N word. I I heard that story too. You know, during the during the campaign. Now this tape, guys, this tape might exist out there. No, I heard that during the campaign. And all you need to know that this tape doesn't exist uh, is the fact that we didn't hear about it in October of 2016. Like, who would just be holding on to this thing? <laughs> Everybody said that it doesn't exist. I, I didn't even bother downloading the clip, and I don't remember the fellow's name, but 
some di- guy from the Daily Beast was like, no, we've been looking for that thing forever, and uh, it's just rumors. Can you remember when HuffPo was like, uh, nobody knows what it is or where it is, uh, but there Donald Trump might be there might be a tape of Donald Trump doing something in an elevator. This is just the types of like weird rumors that journalists just kind of come up with, because you know they all have like major drinking problems and not a lot to do. And they're always trying to like impress each other and shit, because they all think that you know they've got the next Watergate right around the corner. There is no inward tape, and I've got. I want to touch on a few points here. Um, so I'm sorry. I might get a little irritated or preachy or uh, just generally shitty. Um, but it's not you that I'm yelling at. I'm just. I'm just letting out my frustrations because you guys know this stuff. I, I would imagine. Um, but uh, you know, I have a tiny platform, and I'm going to use it. Hey, it's not the. It's not the size of the platform. It's the the. The motion of the, uh, yeah. But uh, before we get into any of this, why the fuck is this the N-word, the N-word, such a big fucking deal? Last I heard, and believe me, I would know, black people do not disintegrate when that word is uttered. Unless it's they just pick them up. Maybe that's what's going on in Africa, is white people are so racist that we just say it at home, uh, you know, we're in our cars or something like that, and then just poof, Africans die. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's some science that we haven't figured out yet, and maybe that's what's really going on. But to the best of my knowledge, it's a fucking word. Now, I've said this before. It's a rude word to say. You shouldn't go around saying it. It's funny. I say it. I don't say it on this channel, but I, I'll, I, I'll tell you, I say it, all right? Uh... I say other curse words. I say other slurs. I say other things. I, 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 it's, it's my right as an American to say these things. It's not my right to kill anybody. You just can't do that. But again, I'm pretty sure nobody dies when you say the N-word. Which, why is it treated like Voldemort? You had all over CNN, them, all they could, they kept saying shithole, shitholer, all of that. They, they couldn't wait to say it. Shithole, shitholer. Shithole, shit house. Now they're just the inward, 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 inward. We know what you mean. It's I, I'm, I'm amazed constantly because it just doesn't make sense to me. I've heard the arguments about my four hundred years of slavery, and I've never met a slave um, uh, that I know of. I mean, many of them are trafficked in uh, in Los Angeles. I might have uh, been served at a restaurant uh, by one. I wouldn't know. They're, you know, Asians and shit. But there's, there's, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like racist or not racist, it does. I've never heard a good argument uh, for what makes this word so evil. I, it's. Like, I, again, like if it was like Avengers and every time you, you, you blasted an N, like it was just like, I don't feel so good, dog. And like a black just vaporized, you know, you get like Samuel Jackson just vaporizes, uh, you know, and he's like worried about his mom or some shit. I, I like then I'd be like, oh, fuck, we, gotta, we can't go around saying that it evaporates people. That's I understand. But the obsession with this word, 
that I can't even say because of the YouTube stuff. I, it, it's the, the national discussion of the fucking mainstream media uh, at this moment is hypothetically Donald Trump might have said a word and well, we got to lose our fucking minds over that. But I mean, we know that everything is racism, right? Because Trump, uh, Trump called Omarosa a dog. Uh, she has now said that she w- she would cooperate with special counsel counsel uh, Robert Mueller's Russia probe. What a shock there! What a shock! He never should have hired her, dumbass. She only got hired because she was black. Everybody knows that. And then you saw a tweet from fucking CNN that was like. Uh, here's an article about, you know what, uh, none of Trump's senior staffers, uh, you know, they're not, they're not black. Well, yeah, he fired the one, because she's a crazy bitch. You can't record shit in the Situation Room, dumb-dumb. She's going around just recording shit, shit, they're just playing all along. Donald Trump sends out this tweet. When you give a crazed, crying lowlife a break and give her a job at the White House... I guess it didn't work out. Not great grammar there, Mr. Trump, but uh, good work by General Kerry, Kerry, uh, Kelly for quickly firing that dog. Uh, they went on to, to say, well, that's that's racist. That That's sexist. That's, I, I, are we allowed to talk to black people at all besides uh, yes, sir, and no, sir? I, 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 apparently criticizing, uh, if any black or woman are, it's, you, you just, you can't, you know, you're not allowed. How did they make dog racist? You know, you'll see these pundits that just be like, well, you know, he consistently talks about the IQ and, uh, of Maxine Waters. Well, she has a fucking room temperature IQ and anybody can see that. Even her own side doesn't like her dumbass. There's nobody out there that's like, yo, Maxine, my girl. No, they're not. They're not. I I don't I don't know how you're gonna make dog racist. Don't they say dog? Maybe that's where they got it. You know, he's appropriating black lingo. Except I really haven't heard any rappers say dog really uh for, for the longest time, to be honest. You know, he sent out another tweet. Mark, uh, at, at Mark Burdett TV called to say, there are no tapes of The Apprentice where I use such a terrible and disgusting word as attributed by wacky and deranged Omarosa. I don't have the word of my vocabulary and never have. She made it up. Look at her many recent quotes saying, and yada, yada. Uh, she's discredited entirely. I, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, he probably shouldn't have said, should have just let sleeping dogs lie. But, you know, he didn't. He's the president. He never does. That's fine. It's all going to work out. There's no fucking tape. But a neat, a neat thing here. The Trump campaign hires Hulk Hogan lawyer Charles Harder for arbitration uh, action against Omarosa. Uh, Yeah, so she signed an NDA. That's not uncommon, apparently. Uh, but those really don't mean shit in front of a jury, honestly, so it's, it is whatever. But it's supposed to deter people from uh, doing this crazy bullshit like, I'm going to write a book called Unhinged and just make up nonsense. And by the way, Donald Trump drops N-bombs like all of those songs from the early 2000s and 90s about him. 
if you remember, uh, Charles, uh, Charles Harder did a really good job of fucking over Gawker for our uh, for old Hulk Hogan. Uh, of course, Peter Thiel was funding that, which <laughs> showed up out of nowhere, which was just fucking hilarious. Uh, that was funny when they went down. But I don't... I, I I don't see why this get this I I guess I do see why this gets to be you know what the what the, what the push of the media is they don't have anything they got this only serves to rile up their uh you know their base Donald Trump might have said the n word he might have said it might have said that n word that was this is uh. Uh, a New York Times columnist, uh, Charles Blow, not to be confused with Curtis Blow, because these are the breaks. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, inward. Uh, Charles Blow said he thinks President Trump supporters uh, could like him even more if a tape of the president saying the inward ever surfaces. If you, True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if you found a tape of him saying the inward, it might actually increase his support among the people uh, who support him. This is exactly what they want him to do, uh, only slightly. Uh, if you're still supporting him after Charlottesville, if you're still supporting him after what he said about Haiti and an African country, if you're still supporting him after what he said about Mexicans, if you're still supporting him about uh, what he said uh, after he said Islam hates us, then this is uh, what you want from him. Okay, so uh, he said on both sides people were bad. There was actually a, 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 an investigation that proved that that was true. Um, don't think anything good's going to come from that. Um, still not confirmed if he said shithole, uh, countries at all. Uh, I assume you're saying, uh, the, the Mexico uh, that, uh, out of very much out of context, uh, uh, that Mexicans are, are rapists is what, you know, what he said. Um, uh, you know, he, he said they're bringing their drug dealers they're uh, you know, they're this, they're rapists. Um, but you know, Hey, don't be true to the trans transcript at all. Oh yeah. Did you, did you mention he uh, apparently makes fun of uh, disabled people, even though, uh, you know, we know Ted Cruz isn't disabled and, uh, he, he did the same gesture for, for him previous to that, but you know, never be honest. You fucking idiot. Never be honest at all. There is no Trump inward tape. This is the most, uh, the most irritating thing, the most irritating part of this narrative cycle that I've seen. Like, it's they know there's no tape. And, you know, even if there was, I, we're, we're all going to act like everybody hasn't said it before. What's, I mean, what's so fucking evil about this fucking word? Maybe we need to ask straight job. I don't know, Spicky. But... Uh, it's just I fucking amazing. We, we, yeah, we should ask straight drop. Uh, you know who you can ask about this, and he'll give you a great fucking explanation and a suspension to go with it is Talib <laughs> Quelly. Yeah, yeah. He uh, that dude. This word is just—it's an excuse for them to play victim. Is all it is. Um, uh, it's gonna be just like the P tapes, isn't it? Yeah. Shit that's not real that they can fucking hang on to forever. Like okay. Um they're literally going to bring this up like Donald Trump said on tape uh he dropped the N bomb. 
but there's, uh, where is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, well, we haven't actually seen it yet. Uh, but he did it. Like they they can use this, you know. That this is the narrative they're gonna push. Same with the fucking Mueller investigation. This just kind of goes hand in hand with all this, uh, fake bullshit narrative that they have. Um. Because it doesn't have to exist. It gets out there into the zeitgeist. And then they're like, well, yeah, it sounds like something he would do. I guarantee that there's people in the country that think that this tape exists. Um, you know, Omarosa is a, I guess, famous person. Uh, she obviously has some fans of people that I assume are just absolutely terrible. Uh, she has more of these tapes, things that she's been strategically dropping to promote her book. One of which, uh, supposedly this conversation with Christina, uh, uh, uh Pearson, uh, and then what was her name? Uh, Lynn, something Lynn, uh, where they, you know, discuss this. And they're like, you know, no, he, he says that he didn't do it. And then supposedly Katrina Pearson says here, uh, like, yes, he did. He said it uh, and he's embarrassed. Um, Katrina Pearson has said that this is taken out of context and it's actually two conversations spliced together. I don't really know. Some fucking fag on Fox News was like really mad at her last night. Don't watch Fox News after like 11 o'clock, guys. Like, honestly, it's just fucking pointless after that. Uh, and this guy's head, he looks like a um, like a like a marshmallow, right? Can't remember his name right now, but um, the, it. Shep? No, it's not Shep. Um, his head looks like a marshmallow. Though. It does, yeah. There's a lot of marshmallow-headed people. Uh, but I expect more of these things. Um, and you know, without getting too conspiracy theory, it's pretty fucking easy to just edit audio. You know, and if she's oh, yeah. the one source of these tapes, you can make anything sound like fucking anything, especially with just such high stakes crap like this. It's like we got to sell this book and we can do that by making the president look bad. Uh, so you've got, you know, Amarosa Newman. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Karen Douglas or whatever her stupid name is. You've got Stormy Daniels. How many more dumb sluts are going to parade around to try to make some fucking money off of the president? Like we got to ban women at this point. No more women around the president. I'm sorry. You're going to have to grab that pussy later. You can get it after 2024, Mr. President. But in the meantime, we can't. you can't be around women anymore. You just can't do it. Can I just say this is great as far as destroying the credibility of women, which is pretty much my end game. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they do it themselves, but they parade out all these these lying women, which, I mean... To be honest, I mean, some of them were probably like bullied into it or maybe they volunteered for it. I don't know. But imagine going through with some bullshit lie, you know, like Stormy Daniels and all them did. But uh, Omar, uh, Omarosa, that's pretty dishonest fucking, uh, you know, recording shit. In, in the uh... situation room, dude. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck, man? Um, just it, it's one woman after another, like. You don't see too many men, like, fucking shit up this bad, you know, or lying or, or doing this dumb of fucking shit. Sarah Sanders is, is uh, she's doing a fantastic job, in my opinion. I think she's doing wonderful, but uh, pretty much the rest of them are fucking retarded. And, yeah, as far as the splicing audio goes, uh, that's real easy to do. And if it's recorded, usually it's recorded on one side of the conversation and not the other, so the person who's voices recorded you know kind of like an interview type of deal uh you're not gonna have the audio to that so you can't just disprove that you right. know it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a conundrum there 
Well, just the fact that, I mean, even, you know, even like, uh, I think it was Clapper was like appalled that uh, she would, you know, bring a recording device into the situation room. They're like, you're not supposed to do that. Like some really serious fucking shit goes on there. So I don't know if she's going to get in any, you know, like criminal trouble for that. I don't, I don't think they've really ever had that problem uh, to the best of my knowledge before. But, you know, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, Sarah uh, Huckabee Sanders, they are losing their fucking minds over this. This is also from the... Um, uh, well, no, this was the day before. Sarah, have you asked the president if he's ever used the N-word? Uh, the president uh, addressed that question directly via Twitter. I'd refer you back to him. I can certainly say I've never heard him use uh, that term or anything have you, similar. Have you asked him directly, Sarah? Uh, the president, I didn't have to because he addressed it to the American people yeah. all at one time. Why have you asked him directly? Uh, again, the president answered that question directly uh, on Twitter earlier today. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they'll never hear Donald Trump utter the N-word on a recording in any context? Uh, I can't guarantee uh, anything, but I can tell you that the president addressed this question directly. I can tell you that I've never heard it. Uh, I can also tell you that if myself or the people that are in this building serving this country every single day, doing our very best to help people uh, all across this country and make it better, if at any point we felt uh, that the president was who some of his critics claim him to be, we certainly wouldn't be here. This is a pre- so I had to play the uh, uh, the whole the whole thing there because the what's making the rounds uh, is ending with uh, well I can't guarantee anything you know uh, because that that's what fits their their nice little narrative like why can't she guarantee it and the the the, the reporter by the way was uh, a, a melanated uh, individual uh, and, uh, repeatedly asking like why well, why haven't you asked the president if he's ever said the n word. Cause that's a weird thing to ask your boss. <laughs> like, honestly, like, why would you just be like, all right, this is the statement that he's, that he's made. Uh, I'm not going to be like, no, but really, Hey, just, you know, between pals, you ever blast any ends? Huh? Like, you know, it's, it's weird. And she did a good job there, but the fact that oh, she can't guarantee we heard fucking Obama blasting in, in his audio book, but it's fine for him. For reasons that I'm not sure on. I I just, I, what, I, that's, I don't get it. I just like, it's, it's just nonsense and it's nonsense to, uh, sorry, you, you talk for a second and I'll tell the, the, the fine people what this nonsense is covering up. Yeah, it's, uh, it, man, why would you ask your boss if he's ever said the N word? I mean, uh, the thing is about this is they're just trying to put her on the spot. They do that, uh, I would say, three times every press conference. Probably more than that. That's, you know, on average. Just, hey, uh, you know, we have we didn't even allude to the fact that they've heard the tape. There's this tape. He says, has Trump ever said uh, the N-word? How the fuck is she supposed to know? Unless she heard <laughs> this alleged tape. Yeah. And for one, why would she care? I guarantee you she said it. Yeah. I, I guarantee you the people asking the questions have fucking said it too. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't said it? No, there's nobody at this point. You know, like... It's my favorite fucking word. It's a great word, you know. 
Uh, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't even be that great of a word if it wasn't just so fucking taboo. But what well, is oh, no, it's getting worse. Like it's getting well, you know, it's getting worse as far as taboo goes. Uh, it's getting better as far as um, it being more fun to say in public. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, what this what this is covering up is you know actual news. <laughs> actual news. You guys you guys remember that. Uh, that fucking Muslim compound uh, where uh, I, I guess I, I found out they were supposedly teaching kids to be school shooters. You remember when they intercepted that message that was like, yo, we is uh, pretty hungry out here. Uh, and then the police like raided the place and they were like, oh, my goodness, this doesn't seem right. This is not good. Well, uh <laughs> Two, uh, two Muslim men and three women are charged with 11 counts of child abuse uh, each after uh, the police raided their New Mexico compound and discovered 11 malnourished children. The lawyer argued uh, that there was a double standard in the case because his clients were Muslims. He argued that uh, if they had been Christian and white, we might not be here today. Yeah, probably because they wouldn't have been living in a tire fort in New Mexico planning school shootings, but... Hey, that's just me. Uh, so you know you you've got you know, you've got all of this, but uh, the judge Sarah Bacchus, she released the suspects. They're they're out on uh, out on bail. I'm sure they're gonna come back. The children, all eleven of them, are are in protective uh, custody there. But yeah, I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure they're definitely gonna come back. Um, it's, uh, uh, Teos County Sheriff Jerry Hogriff testified that they found children holding boxes of ammunition and the one child was found with a gun. Uh, so yeah, this judge was like, hey, I don't want to be called racist here. So on your merry way, we still don't know where the other compound is. This is, uh, this is actual news. This is something that people should be concerned about. Like, oh, fuck! Muslim compounds and fucking deserts! But we need to make sure that the president didn't say the N-word, and we gotta make sure that this judge, you know, hey, if they, if they were Christian and white, we might not be here today. Except we, you know, we, we would if they were, you know, planning to be terrorists. I, uh... I, <laughs> I just... Oh, uh, God. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Seems seems like a fucking great idea to me, dude. You know, we're just treating little terrorists, and uh, there's obviously more of them. Yeah. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's let them back out in the wild. I'd probably be... never, probably never gonna see them again. Let's be honest. I I would bet if we don't see at least a couple of them, but I bet within the next year another one gets picked up for something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true, but I mean, I don't think, uh, I'm not, they're going to go back to doing what they're doing. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they just, as far as they're concerned, they just got off with it. Yeah. You know, getting released back out in the fucking wild, man. These people are fucking savages, and uh, being afraid of racism is a real thing. I mean, it's it's affecting a lot of people, including judges at this point. Yeah, I, I just... Just don't i just don't fucking i i i can't I, I just can't do it i just can't fucking I, OIWD presents right bryden 100 correct 70 accurate uh 
you guys might have heard this by now, considering it's some of the most vile fucking bullshit that I uh, have heard um, coming from, well, uh, you know, POC, Italians. Um, so we're going to go through it here. Uh, Chris Cuomo of CNN. He, uh, he, he just, we're, we're going to have to stop and, and, and comment on this. It'll be quite a bit, but uh, it comes with a nice, nice punch at the end. But not all punches are equal. Welcome back to primetime. Here's a closing argument. Two wrongs and what is right. It's been one year since Heather Heyer was killed for standing up to hate, and our thoughts still go to her family. We know what happened with racial tensions nationwide after that, and this weekend was billed as round two, Unite the Right, the sequel. Organizers planned a rally in Washington, D.C. this time, but the turnout of white supremacists was thankfully pathetic, which is why I didn't have to go there and cover it. Only yeah, that's why. That's why. It wasn't that there was like already tons of people covering it. You know, like there, there was more media there than there there were uh, were folks. And I wonder why people didn't show up to that. Probably because it's fucking stupid. And, uh, you know, it was, people learned their lesson the first time there. And it was really it looked pretty good with the American flags. Spare the, uh, you know, the, 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 the folks with the Roman salutes. But that was only a couple. And to those people, I say, wait to fuck it up for everybody, dickhead. Only a couple of dozen showed up. Proof they lost membership after being exposed again last year as a bunch of hateful losers? No, they're still in force online, but they didn't have the guts to show up, and that's good. Because, like, you, people like you go to their house, Chris? Is that is that maybe why? It's like because they also have families? Uh, you know, they're, they're a bunch of losers and stuff. I'm sorry. Wait, are all of those people losers, or are they, like, the biggest threat to democracy in the fucking world? You got to make up your mind here, you fucking queer. Counter protesters did. There were good numbers of them. The vast majority were peaceful. But peppered in the crowd were members of Antifa or anti-fascists. They covered their faces, confronted police, and berated journalists. And that was wrong. Now, okay. Yeah, I can I can kind of agree with that except for the journalist part. I think that that is fucking hilarious. Uh you're, you should be you, you, the reason that you didn't go is because you had seen what had happened the day before in Charlottesville uh, when all the Antifa showed up and yeah they fucked up uh, fucked up the media dude because they didn't know who the fuck to be mad at um, so you know maybe that's why maybe you're a coward Chris uh, but you know I guess you can say whatever you want right nobody fucking watches your uh, watches your network we just catch it in, in, in empty airports and hotel lobbies late at night. Um, how's it feel to know that my tiny show that can't beat Straight Drop is beating you, bud? Now, you've been hearing it. There's a lot of whataboutism and spin going on, and it's kind of sickening to me. So let's all agree on some common understandings. A protester uses their voice. Song, slang, slurs. There's a huge range, but it is talk. He's fine with slurs now. Okay, yep. let's talk. You caught that, right? Songs, slang, slurs, you know. Okay. No, but only certain slurs. Only certain slurs. Slurs, slurs that I agree with. Yeah, fucking wop. When you use your hands in a violent way, you are a rioter. And unless you're justified in defending yourself and you hit someone, you're a thug, you're a criminal. You attack cops, you slap the media, you're in the wrong, period. But I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. In the eyes of the law, 
Yes. But in the eyes of good and evil, here's the argument. The argument is that you are the 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 guy that decides what is good and evil. That's what it is. So, oh, morally, they're wrong. Well, you know what? I bring this to you, Chris. Uh, morally, I think that the displacement of white folks in America and the destruction of our culture that you not only champion and celebrate, but promote and promote violence against people that disagree with you, I I think morally, you're in the wrong. All right, we can have a discussion about it, but you're just a fucking piece of shit. Morally, you're wrong. But, I, I you know, it's good and evil, right? I don't even frame it as good and evil. I don't even say that communism is evil. I just say that it's a bunch of garbage by a, a bunch of fucking goddamn fart sniffers half the time and turds and fucking retards that uh, are on government programs. So at least, they, you know, at least they're living up to, uh, <laughs> at least they're living up to, to their uh, ideologies, I guess. But that, notice that, that that's the, it's morally, it's morally wrong. It just assumes that he's right. If you're a punk who comes to start trouble in a mask and hurt people, you're not about it. You're just somebody who's going to be held to the standard of doing something wrong. But when someone comes to call out bigots and it gets hot, even physical, are they equally wrong as the bigot they are fighting? Yes. Punching people is wrong. I shouldn't have to fucking say that to adults. Like, hey, man, I'm pretty sure you're an adult, right? You uh, you don't just, you know, you could, you could solve your disagreements. Uh, through reason and and just you know be a person, that's fine. But uh, I'm sorry, Chris. If somebody throws a bottle of piss at you, are you just gonna be like, "Well, I'm that's, gee, that's that's a that's a that's a bummer there, you fucking retard." I argue no. Fighting against hate matters. Now, I agree. You are hateful. How you fight matters too. There's no question about that. But drawing a moral equivalency between those espousing hate and those fighting it because they both resort to violence emboldens hate, legitimizes hateful belief, and elevates what should be stamped out. Why should it be stamped out? Just say it, Chris. Just say it. You hate the white majority in America. You hate the middle class, the working class, you hate those people because they don't agree with your pie in the sky, fucking ni- like just just nihilistic, fucking we're we, there is no god, we are better than our own selves nonsense. This progressive bullshit. You don't set the moral fucking tone. You don't get to do that just because you're the media. This is amazing. This is amazing. This guy got on TV and told. Empty hotel lobbies and, and, and fucking airport terminals this it, uh, with, with, with subtitles. That's what Trump did wrong last year when he said this. You said there was hatred, there was violence on both sides. Uh, are, well, I do think, think there's blame, the yes. I think there's blame on both sides. You look, at, you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it. And you had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. No. Yes. And he proved he still believes that when he wrote this before this year's anniversary.
The riots in Charlottesville a year ago resulted in senseless death and division. We must come together as a nation. I condemn all types of racism and acts of violence. Peace to all Americans. He needed to call out the bigots and the white supremacists. And he... Okay, what about Black Lives Matter, nigga? All right, what, who, who, who are you talking about? Oh, the bigots, the bigots. What about that bitch, Sarah Jong, that just got put on the New York Times editorial board? Oh, but you know, that's, that's fine. We like that kind of hatred. Dude, fuck you. Didn't. Why? And why does he therefore have unprecedented support from these fringe elements of white power? Two wrongs and what is right. The bigots are wrong to hit. Antifa or whomever, anarchist or malcontent or misguided. Just say communist. Why don't they ever say communist? The only one who says communist is Tory fucking Stewart. They are also wrong to hit. But fighting hate is right. And in a clash between hate and those who oppose it, those who oppose it are on the side of right. Think no. Dude. They're communists. They're communists. There's a reason he doesn't say communists, because that would send a shiver down the spine of most people. Look at the state of the Democratic Party at this point. Most of them are there like, ah, not on, I'm not on board with that, this socialist communist stuff. Not, not, no, 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 no. And you go to like, you, you listen to like Elizabeth Warren and uh, Alexandria Casio keyboard at fucking Netroots. Uh, who, by the way, they got, uh, they got, they got raided by uh, Black Lives Matter who demanded that they be in charge and shit. You know, so talk to me about, uh, you know, bigots and supremacy, you fucking wop. Think about it. Civil rights activists, were they the same morally as the bigots, as the racists with whom they exchanged blows? Are people who go to war against an evil regime on the same moral ground as those they seek to stop from oppressing the weak? When you punch Jesus. me in the nose for being... I know, right? It's like, why do... he, wanted to... he wanted to say Israel so bad. You know, he wanted it's just... Actually, they may not like Israel anymore, but I assume that he probably still does. It's like, you know, just, you know Syria yeah, is bad. Assad's a bad guy. Uh, it's, it's bad, Spicky. This is, this is, this is what... Uh, this is what this guy got away with on his, his fucking, you know, tiny little thing. Italian and you say I'm somehow less than yes am I in the same moral place when I punch you back for saying that it's not about it being right in the eyes of the law but you also have to know what's right and wrong and a moral and a good and evil uh that sounds like a call for violence it's not about what's right in the eyes of the law he says uh it's about good and evil morals morals it sounds to me I mean am I wrong here Spicky uh, we've got about, well, we got about a minute and something left of this fucking retard. But doesn't that kind of, uh, that sounds to me like a call for violence. Like his rhetoric is quite violent and insightful. Sounds like a call to violence on subjective morals. Yeah. yeah what a nice guy. That's, that's why people who show up to fight against bigots are not to be judged the same as the bigots. Even if they do resort to the same kinds of petty violence. The Wait, is this fucking animal farm? What? Law will take care of that. How you disagree matters. We should be our best. But I am arguing that Trump was wrong to create a moral equivalency between bigots and those who oppose them, making them equal wrongs. Those hateful few who take solace and encouragement from the president's efforts, my message to you is simple. Be aware there are many more of us who see you as unequal 
as less than, and you will be opposed at every turn. Isn't that kind of the opposite of like, I don't know, not just the Constitution, but everything that he was saying? Like, you're subhuman because uh, I disagree with you. Um, like, I, like he, he had to write this and probably go over it a couple times. It was like, yeah, yeah, this is coherent. This makes sense. This isn't hypocritical at all. No, I'm awesome. This is great. Because what you are about is wrong, and fighting you is right. Okay, what you're about is wrong, and uh, you know what? Fighting you is right, so uh, remember, Doc's a journalist if you get the chance. But, uh, yeah, wow. You know what? With, with something like that, you know, talking about President Trump uh, and using his platform on CNN, uh, he, he clearly, he thinks that, uh, you know, the, the rhetoric, the violent rhetoric is, uh, it's leading, it's leading to bad things. Um, there's no way that like that this could have happened you know, three weeks ago. This tweet was bad for you, Mr. President. Here it is. The summit with Russia was a great success. Nobody thinks that except with the real enemy of the people, the fake news media. This is ugly and it is unoriginal. Most importantly, it is an admission that you hate your country. How so? Here's the case. You know this phrase was an operative threat to murder opposition in the French Revolution, right? You know Khrushchev identified the phrase as part of a campaign to annihilate individuals, literally, who disagreed with the supreme leader. His predecessor, Stalin, used it specifically with artists and thinkers that threatened his narrow views of humanity. Did you know that Mao used it during his murderous campaigns. I'm a CNN commentator. I think that is unacceptable. I think that is the president of the United States taking things way too far. It is an incitement to violence. He is going to get somebody killed in the media. So that uh, second one there was uh, Anna Navarro. Uh, she's, she's too thick. She's not good thick. She's bad thick. Uh, <laughs> she's a Republican strategist. You know, because that's a thing. Um, <laughs> you fucking cunt. But, uh, and that was uh, that, that was uh, further back than three weeks ago. But the first thing uh, from, uh, from, from Mr. Uh, uh, Chris Homo was from three fucking weeks ago. From three weeks ago. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. How, how is it not? The only argument against this bigotry shit, the way that they put it, you know, it's bigotry, is that they say that these words are violence. And they incite violence onto, uh, you know, poor defenseless people of color. Um, which I think is bullshit. Again, the N-word does not cause black people to spontaneously combust. Um, although somebody should make a Grand Theft Auto V app, uh, modification where, you, like, that literally happens. And then you say you can't even play... CJ, it's just, <laughs> it just every time you switch to him, he just blows up because Trevor is saying it somewhere. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like what a fucking filthy, hypocritical piece of shit. This, this definitely leads into us. us I, it backs us up on Italians are just the worst, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine to just go attack people, you know, yeah, they'll, the law will figure that out, you know, but it doesn't. I mean, we've seen what happened, uh, you know, in places like, uh, Berkeley the first time, not so much recently. Uh, of course they always cry oppression from the police every fucking time, but 
you know, just saying like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the law will will figure that out, but you know, it's it's fine because you disagree with them, okay? You disagree with them, so hitting these people is fine. The media and the Antifa drastically overwhelmed the participants of the Unite the Right to rally. Uh, and honestly, uh, if it weren't for the freaking, if they hadn't fucked up with the Romans. Um, it still wasn't a good look, but you know, I loved all the American flags and I still like Kessler as a person, honestly. Um, he's never done anything to me that, uh, you know, that I, I don't like. He's, he's always a, uh, a good chap. Um, I just don't think he has the, the wherewithal for all these things, but like it, it would have looked good. And, and the overwhelming, you know, anti-fascist protesters, uh, made it look, uh, even better the way that they reacted to things. But you had Cuomo there just on TV, outright calling for anybody that says, like, all right, I'm not uh, not so sure about all this uh, immigration shit. You're like, wow, bigot, get hit in the face. Get wrecked, bigot. This guy is supposed to be a professional. This is what's on the TV. Children might see this casually and not know how to change the channel to, you know, Teen Titans. Not the, not the live-action movie, but, you know, Teen Titans that arguably more uh <laughs> arguably more informative um before i get to this uh wapo article democracy dies in darkness speaking what did you uh what'd you think of that nice little speech that he um i guess like wrote and had somebody else look at and then still decided to uh go ahead and say you know live on the air to twenty thousand people yeah, it's not many people. Let's be honest; they're mentally retarded, anyways. So uh, they're either <laughs> boomers or they're like fourteen-year-olds uh, who aren't paying attention, or it's at the airport, which every single I'm I'll I'll take pictures uh, in a couple hours when I'm at the airport of this is what they have at the airport. This is it. This is CNN's viewership is people sitting at the airport bar. The last time I was there, that was the case. Um, they literally have retards trying to brainwash other retards with nonsense, calls to violence. I mean, I had to interrupt you with laughter, and it hurts to fucking laugh right now, like, real bad. Trust me, like, it it, it hurts. Um, that's how fucking bad this is. Like, this guy... His brother is a fucking moron too, but yeah, Mister. Uh, how are we gonna make America great again? America was never great. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. Yeah, he he he. Uh, you know, cracked that egg of knowledge on uh, on people uh, today. Um, I believe it was. So yeah, what a what a winner that family. You know, great family. Italians are fucking sweet. Yeah. Non-white fucking subversive. Cunts. <laughs> um, almost said another word there, by the way. Uh, but yeah, this—I mean, it, dude, how did how how many people had to read that? And be like, this is good. This is good. Yep, that's 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 uh, that's gonna win hearts and minds, buddy. <laughs> let's let's go with that. We know it, the only reason the guy's on there is because he's a good-looking guy and he's well-spoken. That's it. Uh, how many people had to read that? And be like. 
okay yeah Canada. this is Canada. this is probably not that great but he's italian so he might actually fucking kill us so uh <laughs> His brother, or, but, his brother's the governor, and like he does seem to ruin careers. I mean, you know, the whole state of New York's kind of run like a fucking, uh, like a mob. mob. You know, <laughs> like it's not good. It's literally a fucking mob. Yeah, yeah it's fucking. Uh, it just, well, it was apparently so bad that uh, they. I, I I saw the day afterwards. I, I believe it was yesterday. All of right wing media was a buzz with uh with mr cuomo's uh, uh wonderful little speech there that he uh they i don't think that they had the uh the greatest commentary which is obviously us uh i don't i don't think they ha had that but they were quite pissed and it was so bad that uh the washington post democracy dies in darkness uh had to write this uh antifa antifa Protesters couldn't find any fascists that unite the right and harass the press instead. Uh, we talked about what happened uh, with with their harassment of of the uh, of the press. Um, uh, apparently, they called some guy a camera fairy, uh, fucking camera fairy, fuck off. Uh, which that sounds oddly homophobic for Antifa, but I'm using it. Camera fairy is pretty good. Uh, he's got a camera, a woman yelled from the crowd pointing, get that camera. Yeah, uh, the, the press that um, supports these people uh, haven't run into them in the wild. Because most of these people, they do just show up just to smash the system, man. And, uh, you know, I, I, I could, that's, there's always common ground. You know, there's always common ground. I would love to talk to them about hating the press. Now, they hate the press for different reasons. The press gives them great coverage. Like, look at these freedom fighters. They're great. You get Chris Cuomo on there. Uh, and, you know, they would argue, well, the president backed you. And it's like, but he didn't, you know. Okay. You're just retarded if you actually believe that. You have no nuance. Uh, you're fucking dumb. But... Yeah, uh, yeah, there's common ground there. I fucking hate the media. But they hate the media because the media has cameras which records them doing crimes. These are people that are just, like, mad at Starbucks when they're not sleeping there. And Antifa always, when they get positive press, do tend to fuck up. And yet it'll always come back around. These storylines are just always coming back around. You remember when CNN was like, look at the uh, brave anti-racists that use violence to protect against bigotry or some gay shit like that. You queer? Uh, it, they, they immediately fucked it up by like burning down Berkeley. It, uh, they went after the media. They went after the media, which is fantastic. I hope they continue to do that. But... I, I thought that it was funny how they, they immediately had to. You know, you've got like HuffPo and some of these places that are still like, oh, Antifa's great people. Uh, but they don't, they can't afford like people on the ground. You know, they like, they, they contract that shit out from freelancers. And they're like, yeah, okay, go all over there. And let's hope you don't get stabbed for your camera. They like beat you up and just like, just to break up an SD card. These people are violent, man. I, I've experienced these people firsthand several times. They are violent individuals. Uh, it was May Day 2015. Uh, it's May 1st, which is, uh, it's called May Day. It's a very large labor march, uh, or, you know, historically supposed to be that. Now it's just a bunch of crazy Antifa running around, acting like a bunch of fucking crackheads and, and, you know, taking over the streets, being a bunch of assholes, right? Well, I went down there with a Make America Great Again shirt on, 
uh, uh, at least I think I had it on then. I don't know. I think I did, but I was drunk. I was like live streaming the thing. These motherfuckers slapped my uh, camera out of my hands. Uh, and then they ran away, which is weird, but the black one was the one that slapped my, uh, my phone out and then they stomped on it. Um, you know, it was funny, but yeah, these people were violent people. They're just violent fucking people. Uh, so when the media encounters them, I find that to be fucking hilarious, but they're going to always back them because they, I guess, don't like the president or something. And they want like just, just LGBT POC. Uh, to, to reign supreme and this like fucking brain fart uh, sniffing goddamn I, like I've met these people they're not all terrible people you know um, I just disagree with them politically but they're not the Antifa type these people are just thugs they're just drug addicts they're, they're mentally ill they're people that need to be mad about something because the world did them bad and frankly, it did. I mean, being a mentally ill drug addict, I mean, you probably grew up in, in bad situations and stuff, but that doesn't mean that, like, you got to be like, oh, I got to go beat up white people now. Like, no, this is going to bite you in the ass. They're going to gulag you when you quote unquote win. This is amazing. I mean, I was just, I was just thrilled that there's at least the uh, Democracy Dies in Darkness, uh, Washington Post, that had the article, like, yeah, about that Antifa. Pretty weird shit, Spicky. It's pretty weird shit. They're yeah. playing a dangerous game. The media is playing a dangerous game, bolstering these people. Yeah, it's kind of tough to defend people being a journalist. It's tough to defend people who are now attacking journalists, throwing piss and shit on them, and uh, outright calling for violence against police. I mean, how much more could the Antifa or these anarchists? Um, alienate themselves from the people who are fucking literally protecting them oh they don't care dude they don't care because I, I, I they're the they revolution man no but that's not that's oftentimes not the case with these people oftentimes it is uh they don't give a fuck about politics man these people want to go out and smash shit you look at them a lot of them i mean not so much in Berkeley. I mean, apparently that's a fucking boomer anarchist town or something. Because a lot of those mugshots were like fucking mid fifties or early sixties. No, 60s. Those, those people were in their thirties. That's just what drugs do to <laughs> <Meth>. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess uh, it's a lack of sleep right there. But that shaves thirty years off your life, makes you look like fucking hell. Okay, doesn't Fine. shave your armpits but, though. Mean, strangely enough, we've found. Ugh. That was a bad joke, but man. That, that was that was a good zinger. That was a good zinger. I stand by that one. That's not a bad joke. That was a good one. These uh, so so these people, okay, uh, the Antifa aren't anarchists, uh, communists. Most of them are just young kids who want to go smash shit. I mean, I never did that when I was a kid, but there was a lot of people who just you know, let's go throw a trash can in the street. Now, hey, give us a reason to do that or. Not a reason we actually give a fuck about, but hey, if a bunch of us are going to go do that, what are the odds we're going to get caught doing it? So, uh, you know, punching fucking, punching journalists or pissing on people or, you know, uh, any of that shit, man. Like, your odds of getting caught when you're wearing a fucking mask reduce dramatically when you're in a large group of people. A lot of those kids, dude, I guarantee you, they don't give a fuck. They don't care about politics or any of that shit. They're just, they're there to fucking smash shit. 
and you got the journalists and the cops protecting slash defending them. Like, what the fuck, man? It's it's definitely interesting. Um, all right, we got uh, we got the primaries here. Uh, what's a what's a good one to let's just do this. This is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL Honey Pot podcast. Uh, we're running out of time, but we've got two uh, d- two races that I uh, really want to talk about. Uh, the the Jews and the blacks. No, no. Um, <laughs> uh, so Keith Ellison, uh, uh, strangely enough, he's a he's a black fellow that that does not like Jews at all. Uh, he won his Minnesota Attorney General primary. Um, I would think that because uh, okay, he has had allegations come out uh, about him now that are likely true. Um, these are these are likely true uh, that he like beat a bitch right it's just some domestic violence shit but keith ellison had this nice advantage of none of this shit popped up until after the early voting had already come in um i would have said that he probably would have won to begin with but the only real story here the only real story here is the way that you're seeing the media uh you know left-wing media uh which is the majority of the media reacting to this which is like well let's just wait for all of the facts to come in here which is quite the opposite of the way that they treated our friend jim jordan and i i mean i i I don't know i'm not gonna jump on here and just be like yeah he did it but it does it does seem to lead that way from uh some reports by uh, uh loomer as well as uh there's there's been some people uh, supposedly involved with the situation that have been like, yeah, that shit happened. Um, but the, the the one bitch, she like got on TV and she was like, yeah, I've got proof, but I'm not going to give the proof because of some nonsense. So it's, it's a, uh, it's a convoluted piece of fucking bullshit. The only real story here is the reaction from the media and how forgiving they are to, uh, you know, Mr. Keith, Keith Ellison, uh, uh, you know, congratulations on, uh, you know, helping <laughs> helping ruin Minnesota there. Um, Minnesota's a fucking mess. Uh, it's, you know, it used to be a, a nice white place where white folks got way too drunk and got DUIs and shit. And now uh, it's filled with Somalis and Muslims and stuff. So um, that'll be cool. That'll be nice. But, Spiky, had you heard anything about old, old Keith Ellison at all? I mean, besides, like, what a great guy he is. Yeah, he gets roasted on the constant, dude. He is, uh, I, I don't remember what it was. There was an article about him last week. I don't have it, uh, but he, he got fucking, uh, he gets roasted on the frequent, man. He is an unhappy, miserable dude who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No, 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 no. He always looks fucking miserable. But, you know, that's that's pretty much the only really exciting thing from from that is just, guys, look at the way the media is treating Keith Ellison versus the way that uh, they treated Jim Jordan. You know, it is innocent until proven guilty, uh, despite yep. mountains of evidence for the Democrats. Uh, but if you're a Republican that farted in public or used a, uh, a free standing urinal in uh, Paris, you are a pedophile and a rapist. And uh, therefore, they're going to fucking ruin your life. Um, that's the only real story from that, but, uh, our friend, our best friend, our best friend and very serious politician, Paul Nealon, 
Uh, who yeah, backed out of a debate against me. That's true. He did back out of, of a debate against you, but you know, he did tell everybody that he uh, was doing debates, uh, of which you can find uh, on YouTube, uh, of all of the fringe bullshit candidates. And uh, look, Steele is the guy that won uh, the, the nomination. He's a former Paul Ryan aide. He's not a guy that we want, but what are you going to do? All right. Uh, he had never run before, but Nealon came in third. Uh, he was within a few hundred votes uh, of, uh, uh, who was the other guy? Some nerd. Uh, and then my favorite, Jeremy Ryan. Now, for those that are uh, still retarded, um, if you haven't, uh, you know, OD'd on Drano at this point or sniffing glue, um, yeah, it's not an accomplishment for the only guy who's ever run a campaign before to come in third when he came in second last time to an incumbent, especially Paul Ryan. And to everybody who says like, oh, well, you know, people didn't really like Paul Ryan or whatever. Then why did he keep getting elected? And then why did his aide, Steele, just completely blow out everyone else? Completely blew out my boy Nick Pulse. Uh, just, you know, he, he won by a fucking landslide. And that's because the people there like Paul Ryan. We may, we may not. I personally think that he is an ostrich-looking Jewish piece of shit. But they like him. All right. But Paul Nealon would have had a chance. And why did he get third, Bryden, even though it was with only a few hundred votes uh, of, of these other guys where he just, you know, it was 11 point this, 11 point that or whatever. Well, why was it? Well, it was because of name recognition. Most people are not listening to odd, uh, casually racist podcasts, um, except for the media and people like, uh, you know, Daniel Harper and Luke O'Brien. Uh, they, uh, they, they, they don't. Right? Yeah, they don't. But. It was name recognition because people actually turned out to vote for Senate because that's that's something that, you know, is actually doable. Tammy Baldwin might, you know, she might not be the senator uh, in, in November. I mean, that could that could be huge. If we get another seat in the Senate. That's fucking amazing. They turned out for that and they just went down the card. They were already just going to vote Republican. And they just, OK, here's a guy. Now, if you looked at Paul Nealon's uh, Facebook account, it was very clean. He acted like a person on there, which is smart. I wish he would have done that all over the place. And the reason I'm particularly mad at this fella is, wow, you pretty much, even if even if we win, if Steele wins, which I, I would go ahead and say is very likely, you cost us Wisconsin's first district because there's just going to be some piece of shit Paul Ryan acolyte in there instead of a guy that could have been controlled as shady and as fucking insane as he was he could have been controlled and he would have followed the trump agenda don't praise this guy he fucking cost us that even if we win if we if it's technically republican or red or whatever he still cost us that district but he came within um uh, this guy my guy jeremy ryan uh, who, uh, from what I could tell, only w owns one pair of shorts, uh, and he does like to wear them. Uh, you can go to his website uh, at therightryan.com. Um, Neil had only beat this guy by, like, 400 votes. And here is his, uh, here's his campaign commercial.
Are you pissed off at the direction the country has been going in for years? Do you feel like your elected representatives care more about money than you? Are you tired of the Republican Party image being defined by religious zealots and racists? Do you miss the days when there was a such thing as a fiscal conservative? Well, then we have the candidate for you. Jeremy Ryan is a new type of Republican believing that radical change requires something radically different. He smokes cannabis, he drinks, and folks, he even swears. He's not a polished and grown politician, he's a regular person, and he's pissed the fuck off, and he's not afraid to say it, no sugarcoating here. I'm pissed the fuck off. And you know what usually helps when I'm pissed off? Cannabis. No, still piss the fuck off. But enough about him. Let's go to some of his ideas. Legalize cannabis. Allow billions upon billions in extra tax revenue and even more billions upon billions in prison savings. Locking people up over a damn plant. You know why money is green? Because it'll be raining extra money when green is legalized. End tax breaks for giant corporations, but instead apply that money to small and medium-sized businesses. In the days where GE pays zero dollars in corporate taxes, but your family farms and Main Street community businesses pay up to 35%. And Citizens United, take massive money out of politics and make it so special interests don't have so much power more than the people the government is supposed to serve. Impose tariffs. Make the value of the American worker mean something again. Finally say enough is enough and penalizing companies who ship jobs overseas. If you live in a district and want to hop aboard, text FUCK YEAH to 608-770-7701. And you can let us know that you want to get involved. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. Sponsored by your boy, Straight Drop. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so, Paul uh, Paul Nealon uh, beat that guy by 414 votes. All right. That's the name recognition. Uh, 414 votes. Uh, Brian Steele, he got uh, 30,000 votes. Uh, my boy Nick Pulse, he got uh, 8,945. So, I mean, a total blowout, right? Um, that's the power of name recognition. This is not some like, oh, my God, white people were waking up in Wisconsin. Nah, it's the name recognition. That's all it is. How many fucking old ladies are just like, I remember him. He was like the Donald Trump. I remember him from last time I voted. That's where that came from. 414 votes. This guy got 414 votes less than, than you know, stealing, kneeling. Uh, I, I <laughs> dude. Oh, God. I mean, you, you got to remember, like, these are the people that, they consistently elect Scott Walker as, as their governor. I mean, Scott Walker is a jackass. Uh, that's Wisconsin for you, man. I love the way they drink. Don't get me wrong. But uh, besides that, you got to remember, holy shit, they're drunk all the time. So I just found that to be fucking hilarious. I, I'm really, uh, really bummed out that Jeremy Ryan didn't win, um, you know, over, over Neil. And I, I would, I would elect him as governor. Actually, I think that would be fantastic. But uh, you know, you can walk around, you can go, you can go to his website, uh, the right Ryan. Uh, cause he, his thing was like, I'm Jeremy Ryan, no relation to Paul Ryan, you know, cause fuck him. Um, <laughs> 
414 votes, guys. 414 votes. So don't go around parading all of this fucking bullshit because it's wrong. It's crazy, and you don't know anything about Wisconsin's first. So uh, that's that's kind of my lecture uh, regarding that. Um, but, uh, yeah, what, what do you guys say there, Spicky? Uh quite a bit and i'll try to keep it uh as pc as possible um you know i i'm i'm kind of a little bit upset that uh paul nealon didn't lose to the second ryan but <laughs> there's a lot of blind voters out there and that's why why paul nealon now fucking outdid him in the voting ranks uh paul nealon had an opportunity to take this seat it wouldn't have been a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination because of paul ryan campaigning for other people he's really well liked in that district yada 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 but uh paul nealon went full retard um, he was getting notoriety. He got backed by Donald Trump for fuck's sakes. Um, and then he found 1488 Twitter, which is a fucking cancer on society. Let's be honest, retards. It is tiresome. Cut the fucking shit. Ah, they're all going to be banned from Twitter permanently here pretty soon. I, I fucking hope they're banned from fucking society. <laughs> no. I, dude, I'm so... I'm friends with a lot of the people or was. I, they hate me now. I get it. Like, I, 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 I do. I get it. I mean, you and I were both involved in <laughs> a lot of shit that uh, didn't end up Paul Nealon's way. But, hey, it's all factual information. It's all there. Okay? Uh, you can go look at it. It's in the fucking show notes of the Shall Not Donate episode. So, these fucking retards, man, like... We're going to save the white race by posting kike on a pike memes. And we're going to post swastika sunsets and sonnenrad pies. That's how we're going to fucking do it. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the guy you're going to send up there, to, which should have been a fucking slam dunk seat. I mean, he had Could've a won. great fucking chance. He was the only one campaigning. Could've only won. fucking one. He, no, he should have won. He would have won. He would have had Donald Trump's backing. He would have. He did. And Paul Ryan wasn't running. How fucking stupid do you feel, Paul Nealon? How fucking dumb do you feel trying to personally enrich yourself? You fucking faggot. You fucked this up. I hope you feel like shit. And when you go home to fucking Consuela and she makes you some fucking burritos tonight while you're trying to save the white race on fucking what platform aren't you fucking deplatformed on now for posting your fucking bullshit retarded shit being a serious politician. Everybody knows you're a grifter or a fucking cop at this point, Paul Nealon. <laughs> Nobody fucking likes you, dude. The only people that like you are the people who are so entrenched that you know who they are. That is it. The only people that like you at this point are the people who they're kind of stuck with you. They don't really have much of a choice. Um, you got a lot of those votes, not because of who you are or what you stand for, but because people just said, check this box. 
A, B, C, or D choice. Vote for this fucking retard. Good job, Paul Nealon. Good fucking job, buddy. Yep. Way to, way to take it to the fucking house. Yep. Costas, uh, Costas, Wisconsin's first. That's uh, that's for sure. That's something that uh, that I'm definitely going to be upset about. But you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I just don't want people to like parade this around and think that like this is some type of triumph of uh, of the will. Can, uh, it's can, it's not. Can we just can we just agree? Can everybody, even you, fourteen eighty eight larping fucking? They don't listen cunts. to this fucking show, dude. Uh, well. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll go on Twitter on my way to the airport or when I get to the airport or whatever, and I will make sure they see it. Can we just all fucking agree that this guy is fucking cancer and he just needs to disappear? That's, uh, yeah, sounds a little Just go away, go back to your beaner wife. You gotta, you know, cool it with the uh, epitaphs there, dude. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I, it's it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. But I, more importantly, I really just don't want people to look at this as like, oh, third place. That's great. It's a distant third. And Jeremy Ryan is the guy that was 400 votes away from from, from where he's at. So uh, nothing. No offense to Jeremy Ryan. I mean, I, I'd love to have him on the show. Uh, he seems like, uh, well, he seems like he smokes a lot of pot and might you know, get drunk with it so we could talk about uh, fiscal conservatism, right? But, uh, all right, it's, uh, we're, we're about at that time. We're about at that time. It's probably about time to get out of here. Um, you, got a, you got any final words here? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, well, I got to pee really bad, uh, so I have to get a flight out to Paris. But, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, go and check out Straight Drop. Uh, you know, go and... Uh, Go on Gab and, and, and see about what a giant victory uh, this was for, uh, you know, the ethno states right around the corner. Um, we didn't even get into uh, uh, any of the any of the fun Twitter stuff because I've uh, essentially quit Twitter. Uh, and you will too soon, thanks to their new uh, gonna get you policy. So uh, we will see you next time there, uh, lads and lassies. <laughs>